Hello, my name is David Riley, webmaster and creator of fanservice.org, frontbeat.com. Listen to the podcast, read the comic, read the reviews, maybe, like anyone does that. With me, as always, is my co-host, Joel White, who wishes so, so very hard that he could high-five someone in the face right now. It's true. I do. Oh, God! This podcast is canceled, because I have to go to a doctor. (laughs) You are listening to the fanservice.org remix podcast we are recording on a Monday night which is totally unprecedented not that it matters to you because this podcast as always will be released on Saturday January 21st this just gives you way more time to work on it yep lord knows I need that uh, so we had a pretty exciting weekend uh, Martin Luther King Day extra day off for everyone very good very good I didn't have a day off you didn't? No, I had to go to work today. Oh, that's so lame. Yeah, it is super weak. Especially since my company, I, I guess I, I probably shouldn't say their name because I could get in trouble with that, but my company was sponsoring a major event for Martin Luther King Day. They were sponsoring the Habitat for Humanity house in a box where they, they build a whole house and then send it down to Louisiana to be constructed. They didn't tell anybody in the company about it, and we didn't have off to work on it. <laughs> it was like the weakest thing ever. Sweet. Think you, you think you might want to pull in there a little? I think I'm, I'm talking pretty loud, but I've been known to mumble. So. Who knows? Uh, so what did you do on your weekend then, Joel? Nothing, really. That's That sucks. Well, on Sunday night, oh, I don't know if we want to talk about that yet, but I watched the Kick-Ass first two-hour episode of 24. Nice. Um, this is the first day since Friday, or Thursday, I guess, that I haven't been drunk off my ass. Are you serious? Yeah, a little tired. Um <laughs> Last night was definitely the capstone. Um, our good friend Thor had his birthday, so we all went out to the new deck. I had a unprecedented one beer, which sounds amazing. If you don't consider that I went to Mad for Max earlier and had like three and a half of their big-ass margaritas. You went to Mad for Max? Who'd you go with? A couple chicks. Um... It was messed up, because I, like, I think the waiter knew that I showed up, well, obviously he knew that I showed up late, mm-hmm. but, like, I think he was all set to get me, because I showed up late, so he was, like, packing those things full of tequila, and, like, then, of course, I decided to be all chivalrous, chivalrous, yeah, chivalrous, um, and start finishing other people's margaritas, too, uh, wait, that's chivalrous? Yeah, dude. My how times have changed. Because, uh... Tom came, all he had to do was slay a dragon. Because, yeah, girls, they can't hold their liquor. It might help that I'm, like, 200-some pounds, and they are not. <laughs> uh, but that was Hopefully. way too much alcohol. And, uh... Now I definitely owe this girl, like, 30 bucks. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I got, like, super hyper, and I was like... I need to go walk around, like, a lot. Right now. So... <laughs> Give me a call in like an hour. <laughs> sort of weird, but, you know, I'll do what I do. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? No anime, with good reason. Um, though, if you don't mind, I will spend a few minutes talking about Fatal Frame 3 and why you should avoid it. Oh, really? We decided this was a no-go? Because it's the same freaking game as well, Fatal really Frame 1 That's not really a reason to avoid it. It's just a warning that this will be the same Listen, game you've already played. I want to know how many towns in Japan practice human psych- sacrifice. Because it's like all of them. <laughs> We've already found three. Every freaking game. 
Wasn't one of them just a blinding? Or I guess that was... No, no, they were all sacrifices. Okay. The the second one, the twin killed the other twin. It doesn't matter. Just every one of these things is like, oh my god, there was like a 16-year-old girl, and we had to kill her to prevent this calamity from being unleashed upon the earth. But like, she had a boyfriend or something, and that was against the rules, and it made her too attached to the modern world. So... Wait, that's just the plot for the first one. And the third one. <laughs> They sneak it in at, like, real at the end. <laughs> but I'm just really tired of these games. Like, you're fighting the same freaking ghosts every time. Like, now the woman is blind and has spikes on her hands instead of just being blind. Great. And now you get to play three characters, but two of them are crap. Like, the guy character, which I guess is totally unprecedented for... They just didn't know what to do with themselves, so they blew it. Yeah. Like, he... You can upgrade the camera in this game, and one of the things gives you more charge-up levels. Upgrading the guy's charge-up level doesn't seem to actually do anything, because I got it to the max, and he had two charge-up levels the whole time. So I don't even know what this game... And then... Oh, this makes me so mad. And then, apparently the idea of Japanese horror, like the key thrust of it, is you have something re happen really fast, and then a girl gasps. And it's terrifying. <laughs> like she opens the door and there's a ghost <gasps> and then you're hearing the heartbeat and the controller's vibrating and then it stops why is that scary like the first fatal frame was kind of scary I'm horrified and you're just like, talking about it I remember there was this one scene in the first fatal frame where you walk into this room Skaz was playing it and you hear like and, like, I was like, oh, my God, Scabs, what the hell is that? And then as you get closer to the closet, it gets louder. And I was like, Scabs, do not open the closet. Do not open that closet. <laughs> and he did. And you look down. It's just a tape recorder. And you're like, oh, thank God. And then the girl reaches out for the tape recorder. Ghost hand grabs her. Looks up ghost face. Horrifying. <laughs> How could you not see that coming? The I hand grab is, like, classic. I'm expecting that... See, that's my problem with horror movies. I scare the crap out of myself when something scary is going on. All they need to do is, like, play the scary music, like... And I'm like... Oh, my God! It could be, like, a comedy, like, couples romance movie. They play that music, I pee my pants, and, like, imagine the entire community being murdered by somebody with an axe. <laughs> that, that was one of the Benny Hill episodes once. Really? He's got the accent. What's up with the Benny Hill jokes? Have you been, like watching that real late at night when you can't sleep? Oh, uh, it all started when we were watching the um, Steelers Colts game. Uh, I guess that was yesterday. Speaking of the yeah. Colts, suck. Yeah, dude. The Colt freaking the Colts are an American football team, Mosesh. Most accurate <laughs> field goal kicker in the league. That was the worst field goal kick I've Vander ever Jack? seen. Yeah, like. That thing was off by, like, 30 feet. Was he drunk? I don't know. I was... I kept watching the replays. I was like, something must have happened here. Well, there was a joke on it. Like, some ESPN guy that... I can't remember his name, but the dude who's always really angry and shouting. He wrote, he wrote a, um, an article on ESPN.com about, like, Peyton Manning. Then he's like, I'm I'm trying to be a good teammate here. But let's say there was a problem with protection. You know, like, the most asinine thing you could say while trying to be a good yeah. teammate. And then uh, he was suggesting other things Peyton Manning could have said. After well, I'm trying to be a good teammate, like, so I bought some more a case of vodka for my yeah. kicker. Everybody got sandwiches. 
Oh, but uh, no, that when the Colts almost saved themselves when they got that interception or turnover off Bettis, and we just they kept replaying it because that's what they do when there's like a hundred yard interception return. Um, and like just the way Bettis looks as he's falling over and like flailing his arms, and the guy runs in and scoops up the ball. We decided that that was the Benny Hill music. <laughs> it does. Yeah, just running down the wall. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. Bettis is, he's sort of a comic figure because he's not in, like, super good shape. Apparently. I mean, he is, but, I mean, he doesn't look like he's yeah, a he looks round like a little roly-poly dude. That's why, he, that's why he's the boss. Yep. Anyway, what but, uh, Yeah, about? back to Fatal Frame 3. <laughs> um, terrible. God, just, though, it's it's kind of sad because they, they introduce, like, some, like, cool gameplay mechanics, but you never get a chance to use them because it's this side character that you only use, like, three times, but she's got this move where... First off, that side character gets all the good moves, and then the other two people just get crap. Like, nothing at all. Like, the the guy's special ability is to hide. And it's never worthwhile, except when you have to do it. And even then, it's still awkward and doesn't really work that well. It's easier Why? Just, How does he hide? Like, you push circle, and he ducks down. And if you're behind an object, the ghost can't see you. But it's not like the ghost is going to, like, follow, like, a set path and, like, walk out of the room. It kind of just wanders around until it can see you. And then you get attacked. And, like, it's not really hard to dodge the ghosts in these games. They so, move really slow. So you, you're you just better off running around. But, um... Yeah, like, the chick... First off, she has a slow-mo ability. And on top of that, she has the ability to charge up twice. So, so she can, like, store one? Yeah. That's so nice. you hit the slow-mo, and then charge up twice, and then hit him, and then just start comboing him. <laughs> and like it makes it I beat her last boss with three shots with like the normal weak ass film that like doesn't do any damage like serious and now you can combo stuff if you do them off like the last second shot before they hit you so seriously I hit her two combos and she was dead and I was like nice good last boss good good boss that was a joke and then well, the other guys weren't all the bosses in that game totally bewildering though like I just remember like watching you or Scabs fight the last boss in one and having no idea what was happening. Oh yeah, they never make sense. This one, the last, the actual last boss in this game you could actually attack, which was like really exciting because you didn't have to do anything crazy. But she's got this move that turns everything black and white and slows down time and then like your light radius is like nothing and you can't see where you're going and she's got a one hit kill, which was insanely annoying. Because like she was really slow too, so it's not like it's hard to avoid her. The problem was you can't, can't see, see her. Yeah. So, like, the only time I ever got hit by it is when I ran right into her arms because everybody in that game controls like a Mack truck. <laughs> so you see her coming like ten feet away, but it's already too late because you got to skid to a stop and like throw it in reverse, <laughs> turn the e brake on, and sweet. Another, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Don't. You should save that money and uh, get the um. Fire Emblem, because that's your favorite game yeah, ever. that, or the um, the Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle-Earth. That's actually a pretty fun game. Oh, you got it? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Was that, for Xbox? No, that's for PC. Oh, I'm gonna Pretty to... low system specs, too. It's not that, it's not bad. I mean, I run it really, I mean, pretty well. I think it could go a little faster, but... That's like a real-time strategy game? Yeah. I'll have to borrow that from you at some point. It's I'd like to fun. check that out. I really want to see the, um, that Warhammer 40k Dude, I want to play that, too. That's supposed to be awesome. And the, the Winter expansion Assault pack, looks sweet. Yeah, the expansion pack is supposed to be awesome too. It's a I don't, whole new world. 
I could never really get into playing Warhammer 40k, but I like love the idea of it. Yeah, me so too. like anything that makes it more accessible to me is just a great idea. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. Like I had a friend that um, it wasn't Warhammer 40k; it was just the original Warhammer. But he had like a couple Skaven figurines, and like in college, for some reason, I spent like three weeks just painting like two of them. <laughs> I was like, I'm totally into painting these. And I was, like, reading in White Dwarf about how to do all these different, like, <laughs> techniques and crap. Yeah, I get real into the idea, but, like, I mean, I could never play, like, Dungeons & Dragons legitimately, but it's the franchise has spawned a lot of video game licenses that I like playing. Yeah. Well, I, Warhammer, I feel like, is a more acceptable outlet, because it's not like you're just sitting there well, with yeah. pads of paper talking to each other like you're some kind of magic knight. Well, I've watched my brother play that. And it's really boring and really stupid. Well, I think Warhammer kind of one-ups it because, like, there are actual rules. Like, yeah. it's really just playing a board game. There's just, like, a much bigger board. And a much more complicated game. Yeah. But, like, there's, like, set-down things. Like, you don't say, like, I'm going to do this. And then it's like, no, you can't do that. But why? Because that's the rule I just made up. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's there's laws. you got to follow the laws. I'll tell you one man that doesn't follow the law, though. Jack Bauer. Holy crap. The reason we didn't watch any cartoons is because we were too busy watching Kiefer Sutherland kick some Russian ass. Did he, did he really kick any Russian ass? He blew one up, but I don't think he actually... Well, he shot a couple people, too. Oh, yeah. But there was no hand-to-hand. Dude, he totally wailed on that, like, sleeper cell, fat Russian, uh, like, oh, yeah, he baggage attendant. He just, like, punched him in the stomach, like, three times. He's like, tell me who you're working for! But then he let him take the cyanide pill. But that was last episode. Yeah, the one that came on yesterday. I know, it was so long ago. God bless him. Like, it takes him forever to get the uh, the new season out. But when they do... I Four episodes in two days. Thank That's pretty sweet. Beautiful thing. And but that, I th- it's totally like... it's. I don't know, I feel like... It ruins you? Yeah, because now you're, you're expecting that much every time you watch it. Now they're going to end like half an hour through and I'm just going to be like, are you serious? Yeah. Because not all 24 is like... Like, they, they tend to like pace it correctly where you have a climax and then um, another cliffhanger at the end. But now I'm going to be jonesing for two, you yeah. know? Well, this is the same thing that happened <clears throat> last season. You got to take the good with the bad, Joel. It's true. Or also the bad with the good. As long as they throw a couple more hand-to-hand scenes in, I'm fine. I'm not really so down with the shooting, but I mean, like, when he did that three-hit combo on the FBI agent in, uh, for, in President <laughs> Palmer's apartment, it was so crazy. He's like, is this the bathroom? <laughs> Bam! Neck chop! Good night! That was so... I've never seen, like, a chop that I actually believed would fell someone, but that really... Because he really, like, wailed on the back of that dude's neck. I also liked when he was going down the stairs to the parking garage and the guy's coming through the door. He, like, slams the door in his hand and then pulls him through. <laughs> Bam! And then throws him down the stairs. Yeah. That was a bad day With an insult to injury. He <laughs> was like, Hey, guys, I got old. the sandwiches! Oh, God! <laughs> My dad was an FBI! Yeah. Oh, man, that was awesome. If only I were trained in the, the deadly arts. I just love it how, like, you know, after a whole year of working on an oil rig, hasn't, like, dulled his senses at well, all. What do you think he was doing on that oil rig? People are, like, trucking stuff around. He's, like, karate chopping <laughs> valves open. It's like, they don't he even... jump know. kicks the hose into position. They're like, hey. Frank, what are you doing, man? I don't think he... I've never seen him jump kick, which is good, because Kiefer Sullivan could... Totally, yeah, he did. 
When? The, the second season, the like last episode, he like runs off a wall and like kicks a guy in the neck. No, that was like break some dude's neck. He was holding him. It was like a reverse bulldog or something where he like <laughs> twisted around and broke the guy's neck. Regardless, he didn't kick anyone. Because I don't believe for a second that Keeper Sullivan is like some kung fu master. I'll believe that he's tough enough to knee a guy in the stomach and then chop him in the back of the neck. But I'm not like expecting him to throw like a midair spin kick or anything. <laughs> Just you wait. Hand. <laughs> Well, he's he like, is... oh, I should have stretched before I did that. God, get some Neosporin on that. He's getting a little old. Forgot his tube of Ben Gay. <laughs> oh, man. God. Yeah, 24 is totally sweet. Let that man never die. I like it because it's just, we love it, but it's this total, like, right-wing view of patriotism. It's, <laughs> it's like, here's a justification for the Patriot Act. Yeah. And it's like... Let's kick some terrorist ass! I was going to post about this on the forum, but I didn't want to add it because I felt like, you know, I don't really want to get into this. But I was going to say, you know, like, 24 at once, like, is appealing to me and also incredibly scary because it means that there's someone out there like Jack Bauer who is willing to totally deny my civil liberties in the name of national security. He also might cut you with a knife or shock you with some freaking electrodes. Yeah, it's like, I pray to God that I don't actually, like, accidentally, like, Talk to a terrorist someday, so some guy like Jack Byers like somebody you... slips a key card in your back yeah. pocket. <laughs> like, what, did, what did that guy say to you? I don't know. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you're eating your own vomit through a straw. <laughs> like attaching my testicles to a car battery. <laughs> he doesn't play around, man. And that's how you keep this country safe. Actually, while you were out getting Chinese food, me and Jerry decided that um, whatever the the new president is a cleverly placed allegory for George Bush. He wasn't really elected, and he's dumb as balls. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. And he's really solid all the time. Yeah. What is it? I mean, at least they moved away from, like, middle the Middle Eastern terrorists. Because, I mean, like, they caught heat for that. But, I mean, I guess it, it was sort of appropriate. It wasn't inappropriate. Like, saying that there aren't, um, yeah, well, like, a terrorist couldn't be Middle Eastern is just as dumb as saying all terrorists are Middle Eastern. Yeah, well, you can't ignore the problem, I guess. Yeah. But, uh. But, I, it's, I don't know. I feel like, you know, those guys, like, rounding up, like, Russian terrorists, it's like, can't we just have, like, a homegrown conspiracy that's just totally unbelievable? Well, hmm. Like, what happened to, like, just some evil corporation trying to overthrow? Well, Why can't we go back to we the had evil part of that in, uh, corporation? Uh, let's see. What's so, that? season one was, like, they were, like, Czech or something. And season two, I guess, they were Arab. And then three, they were Mexican. And then four, they were Arab. And now they're Russian. I don't believe the Mexican one at all. I'm pretty sure it ended up being the Mexican guys at the end, right? Yeah. They were the cartel. They were trying to yeah. release the disease or something because the dude was in jail. Which is totally just like Pablo Escobar. I mean, you realize like these guys are just reading Tom Clancy novels and the newspaper and dude, then writing Red Storm Rising seasons. was the greatest <laughs> book ever I mean, it's made. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not hard. I mean... The real beauty of the show isn't that its plot lines aren't totally derivative. It's just how it manages manages to maintain a level of intensity. It's all about the execution. Yeah, it definitely is. There's there's no doubt about it. Because I mean, as soon as they said this, I was like, this is so like. I mean, I was like, I don't I don't really care about the larger plot. It's really what's going on in every episode that I care about. Yeah. Well, there, when you think about, it, there's really no options on television right now to see someone ask get so thoroughly kicked. <laughs> it's true. Kung what? Fu is out, and that was never that good to begin with. <laughs> Kung Fu's got nothing on Jack Bauer. They totally should have had Bruce Lee. Be like, hey, David Carradine. <laughs> 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 oh, 
David Carey's like, you must flow like water. And I was like, Kill Bill 2 suck. Next shot! <laughs> Kill Bill 1 wasn't that great either. It was a lot better than freaking number 2. I didn't even see 2. 2 was like one was enough, cheek, but way more philosophical. Yeah, that's Which was what I totally heard. lame. Like, it had... The dialogue was just lame. Because Quentin, Quentin Tarantino cannot write dialogue to save his life! Wait, you mean like that scene where the guy's torturing the cop and they're playing surf music in the background? That was amazing. I fell asleep It was a juxtaposition! Speaking of which, uh, have you heard about Hostel and how it blows? <laughs> no. My prediction was exactly correct. It was going to be just like Saw. They were going to say, It's the goriest movie ever made! And then it was ridiculous. And more people laughed in the theater than cried. Really? Yeah. I'm told you have to go see it in the theater just to be part of the audience's reaction. Just how lame it is? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess it's just people hurting other people, right? Yeah. But, like... I'm not cool with ghosts, but people I can handle. Because I really feel like if it came down to a fight... You could take a person. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you going to do about a ghost? I, I don't know. I have that same problem with ghosts. God. Like a zombie... You can take a zombie. No problem. Yeah. But, like, how do you fight back against a ghost? That That's like in Blade 2 when they have those vampires that you can't kill. It's like, what's the point? It just makes you so mad. Yeah. I don't know. It was a lot better when he was stabbing them with swords and, like, yeah. using silver awesome. shotgun shells and stuff. And there wasn't Jessica Biel, even though she's super hot. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of... And the laser bow, dude. The ultraviolet... Whatever. It's like it's a band of ultraviolet light. And I'm like, we can't do that. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It does in the comic books. I liked how in 2, the uh, the way you killed the guys was with light. Like, the only thing that that's the against. lame of the light grenades. Yeah. How the fuck does that work? Oh, uh, cat, chicken noise. <laughs> um, yeah, but light grenades... Come on, like, even if you could come up with, like, a scientific reason for that, it's so lame. Or why do you even need to set off bombs? Why not just hook a big battery to your back well, and walk around with ultraviolet light shooting out of every that's, direction? That's also the question. If they have these things, these low grenades, and one grenade kills the guys, why do they need a box that has, like, 50? I don't think they understand, like, light doesn't... I guess light is both wave and particle. Or it functions like, you know, a wave and a... So if there were more of it, like it'd be a greater bandwidth. But I, I don't really know the physics of light. But that doesn't make I'll any sense. I'll tell you one thing I know about the physics of light: it doesn't bank around corners. This is true. And also, if you see it coming, it's already there. <laughs> you can't <laughs> duck underwater, which also doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, water isn't a barrier for ultraviolet light. In fact, it makes it worse. Like if you think when you because well, that's light why you gets get trapped burned. in the water it's and reflects. Twice, because the surface of the water refracts it back at you again, so not all the ultraviolet rays escape. So you're effectively getting, like, There are about 15 twice. things wrong with that scene. <laughs> but there wasn't much wrong with 24, even with the... There's some nonsense characters this season. Like that whiny crybaby kid. Like, I, that's kind of be ex expected. But the president's, like, psycho-bipolar wife? Yeah, what's up like, with that? Why did that have to be a plot point? I think it's like, I don't know. I, well, they always have crazy wives. Yeah. Like, they really... Like, this one's good, though, because she's not the villain. The president actually is. I feel like they're just trying to, like, wash the taste of President Palmer. Yeah, sure. Speaking of which, big spoiler here, so don't listen. Why are you going to kill Dennis Haysbert? 
Yeah, seriously. He's President Palmer for you people that don't know. You're never going to realize... He's never coming back. Like, he's never going to be another 24. And I was just... See, when I came home last night, I came back a little before the end, the episode had ended. And at the end of the second episode, they got this phone message that he was recorded on. And, like, I'm in a different room, so I don't have to see it and get all spoiled. But I hear his voice. He's got a very distinctive voice. You've seen his insurance ads. Um, and I'm flipping out in the other room, and I'm like, yeah! I knew it was going to be back! I knew it! I start kicking stuff over. And Jerry's like, shut up, shut up! Don't spoil it! And I was like, shut up, Jerry! I love him! I love President Palmer! He's not even the president! He's a man! <laughs> and uh, then, I, then I watched them today, and he gets shot in the first five minutes. And I was like, oh no, it's okay, he's not dead. Because I heard his voice. <laughs> Even yeah, though he yeah, gets whole, shot in the, the neck. Of the neck. So even if like, they managed to like stop the blood loss, it wouldn't matter because it hit him in the spine. <laughs> and even after that, like I held out hope until I saw his body under the tarp <laughs> in the second episode. And then like they do this scene where they like kind of focus in on his wrist and there's a scar there. And I was like, body double, he's coming back. <laughs> Keep hope alive, dude. The ghost of President Palmer. <laughs> it's going to be like Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's going to be like some weird occult twist in this 24, like the nerve gas. Like, yeah, I mean, there really is no other direction for them to Rastafari go. Rastafarian voodoo shamans <laughs> will resurrect President Palmer, thinking that he is the reincarnation of Holly Selassie, who is, of course, the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. But he should have never died. That's what doesn't make any sense. It's like, he's not going to die. And then he does. What's up now, Rastafarianism? It just I, keeps going. Actually, did you ever hear about that time, like, they tried to, like, um... Like, they held, like, a festival for him at an airport when he was coming off a plane, and he, like, totally rebuked them. And he's like, hey, idiots, like, Jesus is the Lord, not me. And they were like, oh, he's a fake. <laughs> How... Tenuously, do you have to cling to your beliefs? It's like, oh, that's the other Holly Selassie. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. He's got nothing to do with 24, except that David Palmer is his resurrection. Reincarnation. Sorry. All the same. He's, he's going to be back. I got to believe. Because he's Bumblecloud crazy, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care if he comes back. I mean, he could totally... I think that they should just elect Curtis president. Ooh. That would be hot. As long as there's one cool black guy on the show, I'm happy. Yeah. And especially after last season. Like, I don't know if I really like Curtis. Like, I did last season. But in that, whatever it was, last episode or second to last episode, where the terrorist bitch is falling over already, and he goes out of his way to cold cocker the mouth. <laughs> that was awesome! <laughs> it's oh. like she's already out of the game. And <laughs> Bam! That's what happens. Doesn't he, like, catches her arm. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> she gets, like, pushed or something, right? Like, yeah. something happens. Well, like, I don't know, I guess Jack, like, comes out from nowhere and he's like, bump! And yeah, and then Curtis, like, She's, like, flailing her arms in the circle trying to keep her balance. And Curtis is like, I got you. <laughs> Good night! Well, so sometimes his fist is, like, the size of her head. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I gotta watch that again. I forgot about that. But I remember freaking out when we saw yeah. that. God, I was bouncing <laughs> off the walls. He needs to be in more. Oh, man, there's nothing more satisfying than watching, like, 
a girl who really needs to get punched. Yeah, get someone punched. Get, well, that's that girl that's like been part of every major plot for like the yeah. first three seasons. Yeah. So it's like you got what was coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I just like to think that she's in the stocks in Curtis's house so every time he wakes up in the morning he just cold cocks her right in the face <laughs> that's part of the morning ritual oh my god shower deodorant brush my teeth bam <laughs> this is the worst thing it doesn't ever. count if they're evil terrorists <laughs> it's true I wasn't really pissed she off she poisoned President Palmer she gets no love from me they said President Palmer straight jump jacket like he appears from behind the car <laughs> karate kick yeah! bam jump kick into the car window. And then they have, like, a like, scene of, like, uh, Curtis and President Palmer, like, doing some 50-hit combo, like, <laughs> kind of spiraling in and out of each other, like, circling around. That'll be the 22 side story. Oh, they'll do a prequel next season. It'll be back in Vietnam when Palmer and Curtis were serving together as Wait, isn't Lieutenant Palmer, like, 30 years and Lucky Young than... Private. <laughs> It's going to be 24 They came to the battlefield as boys, but they left as men. That sounds like the gayest thing ever. <laughs> it's not. Not when these two men are involved. <laughs> I seem to recall you making some sort of ludicrous side story about <laughs> Panama <laughs> and naked Cambodia. <laughs> Sorry. I can't even remember what that was related to. It was... Jack and Curtis apparently went off on some trading mission. This is the kind of crap we talk about. This is why we don't record while we're watching the show. Oh yeah, it was it was absurd and obscene. God bless it. Twenty four, better than any cartoon you'll ever watch. Oh, and like, and with this button, I detonate a terrorist. <laughs> I tell you, man, that I wouldn't even carry a gun. If I could blow people up via cell phone... I don't know why he wouldn't, like... I'd be like, why didn't he pull, like, the Sam Fisher thing, where he's, like, throwing cans down? As soon as Terrence walks away, click, boom! I, I would just come in with, like, six cell phones, and I'd be using them, and it's not like they would be one use, but I'd just be that cool. Like, I'd hit one, and, like, Terrence would blow up, and I'd throw the phone at the next Terrence, <laughs> and while he's all woozy, I'd blow him up, too. <laughs> Assuming you can make someone woozy by throwing a cell phone at them. At their head. They'd be like, oh! Ah! Oh, that really hurts! Jeez! Nothing could hurt more than that. Except this! Ba-boom! I don't think you can count exploding as, like, hurting. I don't think you really feel anything. Well, I guess we'll never know.